today we will jump right into episode two of feeling good enough. Now, just to recap, um, the last episode we, um, we split our reasoning into two segments: internal versus external. And actually, in conclusion, we crossed out all the external reasons because we said they actually don't matter because they are not in our control, and so. We said it just to keep in our perspective and to notice that they can exist and they do exist. However, they are out of our control. And so in the process of trying to solve our problem, which is feeling good enough, we go back to the internal, which we have either partial control or major control. I don't know exactly how much percentage because I haven't done enough research on it. But more control, obviously, than the external reasons, which you merely have very minimal influence over, right? And so just to recap really, really quickly, um, the external reasons that do not matter, right, um, should be anything that has to do with with someone around you or society having an influence on you, saying something to you, treating you um, a specific way having some expectations for you holding some expectations um any of these things and they don't matter as we said because um everything's constantly changing in life so are the people changing so are the expectations of those people and so even after you reach those attainable expectations they will constantly keep changing for the you know they would want you to be more better and better and better. So you, you reach this one thing. Let's say you quit something or you started something. Maybe you quit smoking and you went to the gym. These are just very broad ones. Um, or you quit something that you weren't supposed to be doing. Or that the person, not that you weren't supposed to be doing, that that person didn't like you doing. Okay, because I mean that could be something good for you and just that person doesn't want you to do it. So you stopped something for them or you started something for them. Um, and we have to minus whether it was good or bad in this circumstance because um, that's a whole different discussion, whether the action is good or bad. Um, and you stop that for them or you stop something for them, they're going to want something else. You know, stop this or start this. Not in a, I don't know, not in a... <laughs> in an evil way just in a way like I want you in my life and I think this is best for you and people are on on a whole different spectrum some people have a higher tolerance some people have a lower tolerance of things and so it just depends within your life and so external reasons don't worry about them right now what we really want to focus on is the internal reasons and issues which are in your control and I'll, I'll go over them really quickly therefore number one fear regret shame blame or remorse which you are using to judge yourself by on a daily basis and which result in negatively impacting your perspectives. Um, They normally are based on either past uh, occurrences or future beliefs. Number two, you are being too harsh on yourself in regards to how you judge your actions, speech, and intentions in regards to interactions in the world around you. Number three, You are comparing yourself to others or the social construct too heavily. You are relying on their standards, which may be, which may not be liked by by you. And number four, you are holding on to untrue beliefs in regards to the reality around you versus your own reality. And I remember um, yesterday we actually said that instead of reality, we should use truth because there is actually there's we can constitute one reality that we may agree on, and then there's different truths. Um, even though someone can argue that there's only one truth and then that jumps down to opinions, but we won't hash that out right now. 
And so today we're just going to go over a couple things. We recapped from the last episode. Now in episode two, I'm going to state two questions that I really need you to think about. In order for this to be any type of efficient process, what needs to happen is that we really need to relate it to ourselves. We need to say it out loud. We need to actively, not passively, actively engage our mind in working with these concepts to reach any any sort of uh, attainable measure of progress and so the first question is that we need to define what being good enough means or what feeling good enough beings so for some people feeling is is being at the same time and so i just want to make that very clear so define what being or feeling good enough means for you and this is in five segments all right So, what being good means for who, what, when, why, and how. Alright? So, define what being good enough means for who. Is it for yourself? Is it for someone else? Are they close to you? Is it a significant other? Is it a family? What? Being good enough in what? Your personality, your mental state, your physical state, your academic, your um, personality, um... There's, there's a lot of different stuff, right? When, now, 10 years from now, was it yesterday? Like, you know, like how quickly do we need to get on this if it's something that we need to get on? Why? Why if? Like even, like just, if it's for yourself or someone else, why? Is it for, If it's for yourself, you want to be healthier, you want to love yourself, you want to get to know yourself, you, you want to work with what's around you. If it's for someone else, why? How important are they? Are their expectations attainable, for example, right? And how, in what ways, if, if the why is a yes, in what ways? How do we need to do that? How long, does, how long will it take us to do that? Is it achievable? Step by step, how many days, how many weeks? What's the process look like every day? And so please take a moment. You can stop the recording and just answer um, answer this question. All right. And moving on to the second question. We need to give clear reasonings and explanations to why those five W's are important to you. The who, what, when, why, and how. The four W's in H. (laughs) The four W's in H. Who, what, when, why, and how are important to you? Are those reasons sufficient? Could you live without them? If they didn't exist, is is it possible that you could still be as content or reach that same level of being content? And so answer that too. And then we'll move on. These are very important for you um, in the next in the next process. Um, so we have two to three more sections. Our first section is we have some ideas to consider. Are you good enough for yourself right now? Depending on the definition that you just made, do you feel like you are good enough for yourself? If you do not feel like you are good enough for yourself, what is being good enough for you look like? Can you start that now? Is it achievable? Is it attainable? How long will it take? Is that enough for you or do you also need to be good enough for other people like family or friends or significant others or or society? If it is enough, if being good enough for yourself is 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 good enough, 
then that's fine. You need to start working on it and developing yourself and improving yourself in whatever aspects that you deem acceptable. If that's not and you require for the acceptance of, of let's, uh, let's say, a few, I hope it's not society because that's... <laughs> Now you're just going into like a very dangerous environment. Um, are those standards of good enough, realistic and achievable, whether it's your partner or let's hypothetically say that we did care about what society thought just right now. We're just we're just thinking things through. We have not yet defined what's good and what's bad or what's OK, um, because life is not black and white. And so you first need to kind of get through some stuff and then at the end, you can require what is black and, and what is white, you know. And so you also need to ask yourself how important are those people to you. Uh, must all their standards be met? Uh, does the person work with you to understand or compromise with some things, with the expectations and standards? And how will the relationship change if you didn't meet those expectations? Let's say the person's important to you, but you can't meet the expectations what's what's everything look like there um so definitely take some time go through it again answer answer the questions those are very short answers unlike um the first two questions that we had matters to keep in mind keep in mind that sometimes we push ourselves to prove our worth to other people when it shouldn't matter what they think in the first place Keep in mind that we can be oblivious at times and strive for something unattainable like perfection and we may be hurt in the process. Keep in mind we try too hard to be what everyone else needs sometimes or what everyone else wants when no one can ever give that back to us. Keep in mind that we seek approval from something or someone else and after receiving it we may notice that we didn't really need it in the first place. Keep in mind, we enable other external circumstances to dictate our beliefs or self-ideology. Keep in mind that sometimes it's all in our heads, those expectations and standards. Sometimes if we tell others we can't reach them, then they won't even set them up and will try and help you otherwise. And other times those standards don't even exist at all and it's on our, it's on our mind. And so what I really want to note through our discussion and we haven't really reached an answer because the answer is it's different for you then it's different for me um and we'll go through a little process that you can do but before I go into that I want you to know that this whole discussion it was not in right or wrong good or evil black and white because most of the things in life don't exist like that and so some of these questions you can oppose by saying you know, well, if this is bad for you and the person, well, if it's good for you and the person wants you to stop, you know, like, it can go in many different ways. It can be a lot of different things. There's a, there's a lot of moving parts in these very objective questions. And so we are only trying to answer this concept of being good enough. And we've broken down into external and internal. And then we focused, um, we focused, we actually combined both external and internal in both of them. The ideas to consider was more external. It was more trying to help you see the, how more of the external didn't matter. And the keep in mind was trying um, to teach us that perspectives are prominent 
and that they shape the world around us even though like it was basically trying to say it starts with you it starts with us it starts with our heads our minds um and so just try to keep in mind that it's a very colorful objective um just objective goal set here um and you have to take it the only way it's gonna work is if you actively engage with it and take it and make it your own into black or white into good or bad because your your good and bad is different than my good and bad and so I guess we now need to um answer the question of how to feel or believe or be good enough and the answer is like we just said you start with yourself you start with your perspectives um and to actively engage in it you have to start um Make 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 sure you are first good enough for you. It all starts with you. In order to to even help others, you need to be set yourself. And so, what does that look like? That looks like defining what you need from yourself or what you want, because there's a difference between need and want. What the priorities are in your life right now, and those you want to add or even take away. These are all some very serious questions that most, the majority of people don't want to sit and talk about. But it's it's one of the it's it's one of the major concepts that's causing suffering around the world today is because people don't know themselves, and it's a very it sounds like a very easy statement to say, but it's one of the hardest things that a human being can do is to get to know themselves and work with themselves. You know, and today at my age, everyone's talking about, oh, you need to learn how to work with other people. You need to be able to communicate. You need to be able to do all these things. But what about communication with myself? You know, what what about getting to know myself? What about disciplining myself? All these things are highly needed. And these talks aren't about self-help as much as they are about a journey, as much as they are about a lifestyle, it is not a temporary fix. It is a lifelong um, lifestyle that everyone, not everyone, if you want to, um, take on. It would relieve some of the suffering if you are suffering. And so defining what you need and want, need are things that you require in order to live. You need food, you need shelter, you need water, Right? You you might want love, you might want communication, you might want entertainment. Um, and so define what you need and want from yourself, not from the world around you, need or want from yourself. Also, again, I'm just repeating it, what the priorities are in your life right now. Is it job? Is it family? What's going on right now that takes it? List the top five priorities. Are, do some of do from that list? Do you need to, to add more? Do you need to take some more away? You know. Um, also, differentiate between moral obligations and passion slash happiness, because what we talked about, I feel like it was the misconceptions podcast is, is that everyone thinks that they deserve happiness when in reality, um, happiness is a luxury. Passion is a luxury. And so what's not a luxury is moral obligation. Each one of us has a moral obligation to exist somehow in a specific way. And so we need to differentiate between our moral obligation and between our passion and happiness. 
because passion and happiness, or let's just say in this context, happiness is a state of uh, being, and so it doesn't exist constantly. It is temporary there, just like sadness or being angry or being mad. It is a feeling, is a state of being that cannot always exist in a person. Which is why we need to we need to think about knowing our emotions, understanding that there are different state of beings. I don't like to call them emotions or feelings, but there is different state of beings because not every not every state of being is a feeling or emotion, but all emotions or feelings are a state of being. And also think about um, constructing a continuous checks and balances system for your daily practice. Um, it's not going to happen overnight. You will need to continuously contemplate and analyze your interactions with the world, your interactions with yourself, your actions, your perspectives, what you need to change, what you don't need to change. There's a lot that goes into it. Most of it is self-discipline. A lot of it is is getting to that place in your mind where you can and sit and just and not be engaged in the world around you. To sit and be with yourself by yourself in a dark room. Or maybe a room full of light. Because everyone <laughs> everyone likes different things. Um, so after these three steps, you also need to make a list of the prominent people in your life. Consider their expectations and standards. What do they need from you? Are all those needs realistic and an obligation on you? Or are they extra duties which they've given to you without considering your needs? Um, and so personally for me, I feel like some people in my life, uh, there's it's an obligation for me. You know, like in my culture and religion, um, our parents, mom and dad and, and children, if you have children, those are those are people which you have obligations towards. Right, and let's let's say your spouse, because if you have children, I hope you have a spouse. Um, the those are all obligations, but the obligations differ. You know, and they differ for me right now. They differ if you have all the four. They differ if you well, and let's just let's just say, <laughs> let's just say, um, let me correct myself. You have an obligation towards every single human being in this world. But I didn't ask you to write a list of every single human being in the world. What we talked about was the most important people in your life. The people that you see every day. The people that you meet every day. Um, and so there's different levels of obligations. There's different sectors of obligations. So there's a lot to think about. But um, yes. List of people. Obligations. Are their expectations realistic and attainable? We also need to make a balance um, between the internal and external components just to have them in our heads because one of the most important things about changing into the person that you want to or getting to know yourself is is um, holding on to the perspectives that we make, to the things that we see and the perspectives that, that we make based on, based on those experiences. We need to hold on to them because we won't really use them on now. You know, you're you're cultivating your mind and you may use some of this information in 10 years. You may use it in the next five minutes. You don't really know. And so you have to constantly work with yourself to have a, a balanced mindset. 
not just accept what you want and reject what you don't want, but having a balanced mindset. And the last thing is constantly to be aware and contemplate these ideas over time and be sure to develop them as your life changes because life is always changing. And so this kind of sums up um, the Feeling Good Enough podcast episode. Um, I know it's in two segments, but um, yes, if you haven't watched the first one, please go watch it because I know I recapped it a little bit, but it's a lot better in the previous one. I go into a little bit more detail and please let me know if I can and help in any way.